What's up? What's up? What's up? Guys, I am still on the Martian reunion high, so I'll probably be doing this for a while until I don't know when, but... <laughs> Um, I do love me some Martin and you know, he's one of the ones, you know, he was one of the first ones to be on the radio and shit like that. And that was part of the show. So I love it. And here at the Funkaholics podcast, we talk about what we love and that is definitely one thing that we love. But guess what guys? It's Friday. Friday. And you know what time that (laughs) is? It is Funkaholic Fridays with the Pop Fox. So before we bring in the Pop Fox, the Funkaholics podcast is starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Oh yeah, it is that time, and I've got the Pop Fox with me. Madi Soul, what is going on? Hello, hello. What up, Funkaholics? (laughs) (laughs) she is back and guys we are extremely sorry i know we missed a friday it wasn't my fault guys it was totally (laughs) the pop fox's fault she was chasing her (laughs) tail i couldn't get a hold of her no i'm just kidding i was the one chasing my tail guys um we had a event a comic-con event and we absolutely crushed it i had such a blast and there's an episode coming out that i recorded with sal and drew uh, where we talk about that and that'll be dropping uh very soon well it, it's gonna be out before this episode guys so um yeah be looking out for that and wait 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 so you had time to record with sal and drew um Mm. Um it was uh it was after we unloaded all the all the all the stuff. Uh Uh-huh. No. Oh man, mercy, help me out here. (laughs) She's like, you're stuck on your own, fool. (laughs) She's like, I was like She's like, us ladies stick together. That's right. Don't even look at Mercy to come to your defense right right? now. Oh, man. Trust me. (laughs) She is not helping at all. She's just chilling in her little diva's bed, and she's looking at me like, sucka. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, guys, I am trying to pull my life together. Um, We kind of, like, got into, you know, a little bit of... The life of a vendor, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's um, it's a some bitch. I'll, I'm not gonna lie, um, but the outcome is absolutely great, and you know we've got some really cool shit that happened with us. Uh, Mutu voice actor um, came to the booth. I'm actually shipping off a big ass fucking box to him. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got to meet, uh, CJ Russell, who is on the YouTube show, uh, Bloodlines Vengeance, um, some Jason Voorhees shit going on, and he signed one of my Funkos, and he totally kicked it, and he's gonna be on the podcast soon, so, good things are coming, good things are coming. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
Marisol, what are you drinking? Because over here at the Funkaholics podcast, we do a cheers before we get into anything. And I think I gave a little bit too much. Like I'm, I'm parched. I need a drink. I need a cheers. Uh, yeah, we do need a cheers. I am drinking vodka and sugar-free Red Bull. Ooh, oh no, she's on that Red Bull kick still. <laughs> <laughs> I have my wings and I am flying about. Ooh, man, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> uh, I am over here with dry gin, extra dry gin. Ooh. And uh, I mixed it with a little bit of margarita mix and uh, some squirt. Really? Yes. It wow. Is, it is very delicious, might I add. I'm not a big gin girl, but I might have to try that. That actually sounds really good. Oh, my God. It is really good. And I put it in this big-ass um, Wild Bill glass or, like, tin that I got from the vendors that were across from us. Nice. Yeah. it's uh, I'm all Comic-Con over here today, I guess. <laughs> we're still yeah, I, living the yeah. Comic-Con. living that comic-con life right oh my god Ugh. trust me marisol we're gonna we're gonna have to talk we got there's a lot going on (laughs) yeah apparently (laughs) (laughs) but guys we are not going to keep you from all the fun and we're going to get into the episode so what's the first thing that we always bring up and that's topics So we're going to check out Funko News and just go over there real quick and see if there's any new updates. Um, I was very Funkoed out after this uh, (laughs) Comic-Con, so I'll just throw that out there. But uh, we got Fanatics of the Week, January 2023. That's such a loving topic that we always like to cover on here. Um, but we've got my first Funko January, 2023. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, we are diving into a sea of who's it's and what's it's galore. And we want more. Welcome to another, my first Funko post. And this one's making a splash in this post, a Funko employee and Disney enthusiast is sharing the tale of her first Funko collectible. Let's jump in. So her name is Grace Park. Um, She's an event coordinator. And there is a blog in there about her and her first. uh, Oh, her first Funko Funko collectible, which was. What is it, Marisol? I'm not. Oh, it was Ariel number 27. So very cool for grace i don't see anything else in here do you marisol i don't see anything and it's probably because there's nobody working at funko (laughs) it's just an empty building (laughs) it's an empty building or as we'll get to puppets Ooh, i am so pumped up for that that is gonna be a fun (laughs) one all right. Well, we're, you know, thanks Funko for not giving us any news. So. <laughs> <laughs> we literally cut some time off here. Um, let's go into collector news and just take a look at Toy Hype USA and see what's going on over there. Yes. Now that Marisol is a action figure collector, what? <laughs> I know. Can you guys believe it? <laughs> I was so excited for this new chapter of my life, guys. Somebody's in trouble. (laughs) I've been in trouble. (laughs) Uh, I hope you're not sleeping on the couch. 
Uh, I'm not, not yet. Not yet. I am, I am sitting on the couch right now, but <laughs> I, I hope I'm not sleeping in the, in the, the fox den indefinitely. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. So we got some toy news guys. There's some transformers that are coming out. I'm not going to go too deep into those ones because they're really not lines that I care for. Um, Let's see, we've got Hasbro Power Rangers Lightning Collection figure pre-orders going up January 17, 2023. These look pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. They look uh, they look pretty badass. Um, what, are we talking about the Power Rangers? Yes. They're, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a Power Rangers collector, but these look pretty badass. If they are going to drop something of the Green Ranger, I am all in. It doesn't look like they're going to do anything. Oh, okay, here we go. So we got Power Rangers, Dino Thunder, uh, Black Ranger. We got the Pink Ranger, Blue Ranger. And then we've got Miso Gog. Um, and these are all from the Dino Fury and Dino Thunder line, guys. Um, we also got Tango Warriors. Uh, and then we got the Yellow Ranger and another Blue Ranger. What is going on with the Blue Ranger? They are dropping a shitload of those ones. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Power Ranger stuff get announced and get dropped this week, it feels like. There has been a lot of them. Yeah, there has been a lot of them coming out. Um, we got the NECA Toys, Universal Monsters, Ultimate, Ultimate Dracula, and... Oh my god, this one rocks. I have not seen this one. He is really cool looking. <laughs> Fuck my Universal Monsters toy life. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't have said that so loud. <laughs> um, oh my god, this one is gorgeous. He, He's really cool. It is. I, I think it's a must. And if you scroll down a little bit, there's another one. I will let you guess. It is an absolute must for me. On the <coughs> oh, excuse me, guys. Oof, he's got that that con crud. Exactly. I have, <laughs> I have been talking way too much. Mm. Uh, let me see what Monty Soul is looking at here. Uh, let me see. Okay, so I was looking at the Neca Dracula figurines. Uh, let's see. No. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that wait? Oh my god. So is, is it the ultimate bride of Frankenstein? In oh, color? Yes. Yes. Jesus, she is gorgeous. <laughs> She's amazing. This is an absolute like non-negotiable for me. Mighty Soul's getting it. God, look at and oh my god, it's literally like the iconic look, like with the big wide open eyes yeah she's amazing like oh. this is yeah yeah oh it's I'm perfect in. i am in oh all in <laughs> hell yeah oh that is oh she man so we got some we got some really good stuff on here oh guys just for those of you out there that haven't jumped on it yet, but the craze is getting extremely hot, and if you want to have something legit or just want to watch a great show, 
The Last of Us that is showing on HBO Max right now is the fucking bomb.com, guys. I cannot tell you how fucking great this show is. I watched the first episode. It's an hour and 15 minutes, and I was fucking glued to the TV. So all the Funkos, all the NECA toys are going to be fire. The prices on them are going to, if not double, if not triple, they're going to at least double. They are fire right now, guys. Go out there and jump on it before it's too late and these things get fucking crazy priced. So definitely some things that we're going to talk about. And here on Toy Hype USA, they are showing the NECA toys, The Last of Us Part 2, Ultimate Joel, and Ellie 2-pack. They're available right now, guys. So I have never, I don't know enough about The Last of Us. I have been seeing the trailers for the last of us and HBO max and it looks so freaking good. Um, so I might have to watch it, but this is like, this is a video game, right? This is based on a video game. Yes, you got okay. it. Okay. I think this so, might be one that we have to pull Angela in and, uh, okay. and yeah. And start talking about the series. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely down. It's like on my, it's like next on my list to watch. So if you guys do that, count me in. Oh, my God. So here's another one that I want to talk about, Marisol. Um, if you can mm-hmm. just scroll up a little bit. We've got Mez, Mezco Toys 112 Collective. Theodore yes. Sodcutter. This figurine looks amazing. He looks really good. Talking about wow. some badass horror picks that you can do. Jesus, look at all. Did you see all the box contents? Yeah, it's crazy. So we got the figure. Six head portraits with a light-up function, 14 interchangeable hands, <laughs> pair of fists, pair of posing hands, pair of holding hands, pointing hand, becking hand, two top hats, boiler hat, bowler hat, I'm sorry, um, ulster coat with integrated posing wire. I love that. Oh, my God. Um, he's got a scarf, <laughs> vest, button-down shirt, slacks, dress shoes, decapitated head that glows in the dark, pickaxe, shovel, tombstone, rope. Uh, what is that? Vlice? Vlice? Display base with logo, adjustable display post, comic book. Oh, my God. This thing is amazing. Are you looking at the photos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I am. Sorry. I'm like mesmerized by them right now. Right? That's why I'm so quiet. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Jesus. I wanna, Yeah, this I, is amazing. This is such a badass figurine. I feel like you need this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. I want, oh, uh, they don't have a price point yet for it. No, it says it's uh, 130. That is not bad. That is not I mean, bad. that's not bad considering everything it comes with. Right? Like, the possibilities with him are endless. Oh, my wow. God. This thing is gorgeous. He looks really good. How do we get it? <laughs> How do we get it? <laughs> the comic book is financially inspired by the pre-code of the comic It says story. pre-orders are available at Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, Things from Another World, and Amazon. Ah, there it is. I just found it. Ooh, and they got a couple of coupon codes in there, guys. So, yeah, Entertainment Earth has their ship free thirty nine. So, if you order anything over thirty nine dollars, 
it ships free with this code. Oh man, it's coming out quarter one. Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna go out there and pre-order. Oh, it's gonna be on Amazon <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, OMG, OMG to the tenth power. God, this thing is gorgeous. I'm just saying you need him. I'm hosting a horror photo challenge on Instagram in February. Ooh. So hopefully I'll have I it by like then and I'm going to I win. know. <laughs> I mean, fully expecting you to fully show up. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely be in this one. I mean, I got to find me those Draculas. God, that other one that they're showing right now, the colored one. It says it's yeah. shipping right now. Look, mm-hmm. look at his face. It's really good. God, the details on his cheeks and everything. Oh, yeah, there's man. some there's some good stuff coming out, you guys. Like it's crazy. NECA is like dropping some crazy shit right now. They are. They really are. They've been, I mean, they've been they've been rocking it out. They definitely have. Yeah, so. I gotta tell you, like, I mean, you know, I just started doing action figures, but these Toonie Terrors. I'm fully obsessed with them. <laughs> they are like, really cool, right? They're so well done. They're so well done. Like, I I just got the Ghostface one last week. And first of all, I was like so pleased to open him up and see that like you can remove like you can move the knife around in his hand and that his hand and arm moves around. Yes. Very poseable. I got so stoked. Yeah, I got so stoked. And I love how Toonie they made his body with like his shoes and the running and everything. It's just so great. Yes. Um, but yeah, I need this like, I, I don't care if it's like, if they come out, I don't care what they come out with. I don't even care if I don't like it. If it's Toonie Terror, I'm going to get it. You know, you know what's funny? Like the way they made them, it kind of reminds me of like Scooby-Doo cartoons. Yes. Oh my God. Nando. Yes. I was looking at him and I was like, oh, it's so funny because he reminds me of a Scooby-Doo villain here. Yes. Hilarious that you said that. Yeah, totally. That is like the vibe I get from that figure. It's so great. They're very cool. I have the Jason Voorhees ones. I fucking love it. And it literally looks like if he was like on Scooby-Doo, that's like how he would look. You know, I even have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, which is really Uh cool. Um, but yeah, the Jason Voorhees one. Oh my God. Yeah. Totally love it. Totally love it. I'm going to have to take a picture of him chasing my little handmade by robots, micro Scooby. There you go. That would be I really think that'd cool. be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying Scooby Doo, because I'm sitting here looking at him like every day and I'm like, but this reminds me of something. This yeah. is like a very specific cartoon. This reminds me of, and that is it. Oh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Nando. Um, so one more last one that I want to talk to before we start jumping into others to other fun stuff because I know. Um, Sorry, guys, because I know like you also can't see what we're looking at. We're over here like, <gasps> right? <laughs> um, go ahead. We, we've got the SH Figarts, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, Spider Gwen, and Miles Morales. These are fire. I'm not a huge fan of SH Figarts um, because the the way that you can move, the way that you can pose these action figures and everything, it kind of like drives me insane. It's just 
Like, I had bought a Thanos, like, a while back, and it was the full armored one, and shit was just falling off the moment, like, I started moving him, and it was just really pissing me off, and then I bought a Sagat Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 one, and I just don't like the way that he feels, I don't like the way he poses, I don't, like, he feels very, like, if I just turn it the wrong way by accident, the whole fucking thing's gonna implode. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. That sucks. It is. Yeah. yeah, but um, on these ones, they look amazing. Like the photos that I'm looking at and everything, just the um, the head sculpts alone, um, look so good. Um, they did a really good job on the head sculpts and everything. So, never know. Never say never. These look super animated, which I really enjoy. They do. They do. These are nice. Yeah. Awesome. So that is Toy Hype USA, guys. You know, go out there, check it out. You know, um, like uh, Marisol said, you know, you can't see him right now. But, you know, when you guys hear the podcast or I'm sure there's a bunch of other collectors out there that already know about them. So, you know, just go out there, check it out and then throw us some feedback, guys. Let us know what you think of these ones. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Marisol. Funko social media updates. What is going on? First of all, I love that this has now become like a, like a segment on the show, on the podcast, because <laughs> just every week there's some new nonsense happening. Um, so you guys, okay. So everyone, like it's safe to say now, everyone's been fired from Funko, right? <laughs> there is no social media team left. I don't care if people have it in their bio. I have not seen them. <laughs> So as far as I'm concerned, you don't work there. Um, <laughs> um, so today, so a lot of people, the question is now, will there still be photo challenges like there always has been? Will there be, I mean, what's become of uh, Freddy's Fun House, right? Like I have a Freddy's Fun House shirt from being a fanatic and like other fanatics that so we've been like messaging this week and we're like, so is this like a straight up grail now? Like, <laughs> Will this shirt not be made anymore and give it out? Um, because there's been no Freddy's Fun House, right? But today, today, guys, um, a video came out to talk about Toy Fair, which I'm sure we will touch on at some point during the episode. But they came out to announce how they will be announcing Toy Fair, which is funny. Um, and guys, uh, it's just straight up puppets. It's puppets like Sesame Street style puppets. Oh and, my um, god! I just clicked yeah. on the link. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Mondo. Oh, it's I love so it. Funny. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And like a listener actually sent me the video first and was like, "So, I guess there's no. This is a new social media team." And I was like, "Oh my god! I cannot wait to talk about this tonight because." Yeah, it's, I think it's just hilarious. So we are now not even using humans. We are just using puppets. Voiced by, I'm not sure I, if it's people at Funko. I'm assuming it is because I know they like to do this kind of stuff. Um, 
but yeah, these are like puppets that like money was spent on. Okay. As like, I guess one is supposed to be like a sports announcer. He introduces another one and they talk about what we should expect from toy fair and how they will be announcing the reveals. Um, so that is your answer guys. Nobody works at Funko puppets work at Funko. (laughs) (laughs) And now she's running the show now. (laughs) which makes total sense i mean how much do they have to pay these guys i'm pretty sure they're saving a lot of money (laughs) i mean yeah talking about cutting corners right oh my god it's just like brian and mike voicing some puppets (laughs) oh i think it's hilarious but yeah i mean well also kind of sad too like i mean imagine that you're somebody who was let go and like you got replaced with a puppet talk about a slap in the face i'm sorry no kidding. They were like, no, seriously, that's like, I mean, it's funny, but it's people, <laughs> This is how cashiers at Target feel when Target brings in the self-checkout. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, well, I guess that's it for me. Oh, man. Um, they're taking over. Yeah. This is uh, be very interesting. First of all, I am totally keeping track of the next appearance of these puppets, because if this is a one and done, I will never stop laughing. Number two, if it's not a one and done, I'll never stop laughing. Um, <laughs> I just love that they brought in puppets and I will be keeping track of these new puppets and reporting back to you all. Oh my God. That is the progress. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, <laughs> I'm like watching it right now and it's like, it's yeah, that's so funny. And that's like, but can we say can we say we're surprised though? No, that's the thing. No, we're not, I was right? not shocked. No, I was not shocked by this video at all. So last week I had posted in my stories on Instagram this this image that my a friend of mine made that I thought was hilarious, and it's it was a picture like an uh, empty picture of Freddie's Fun House, like the set, and then it just said like R.I.P. It was like they added a little sign underneath that said R.I.P. <laughs> and like <laughs> and I posted it because they were they 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 were a little nervous to post it, and I was like I'll post it, I don't care. And uh, I got all these messages. People thought I knew the gossip, right? They're like, wait, is this real? I was like, no, 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 chill. Like, somebody just made this. I thought it was funny. And somebody was like, oh, man, I thought you had, like, I thought you had the cheese made. Like, I thought you had the tea. Um, you know, and then we started talking about how our shirt, where our shirt's grails now. Um, and uh, I was, they were like, so what do you think is going to happen? And I was like, look, unfortunately, <laughs> I would love if we moved forward and we used like, um, like we've said many times and they, and actually Funko's page has shown this a little bit over this past week, if they did more stuff for creators, right. And influencers, right. right? And we talked about this a lot on here. So um, I said, I would love that. But unfortunately the track record of Brian and Mike is that they really like corny things and they indulge in things as if their toys sell to children and they just don't. Okay. It's adults buying these things. And I don't know why they just like to pretend that that's not the case. And they do these things like bring in puppets or, you know, voice these characters or they dress up as characters. And I don't know. Do you feel the same way, Nando? Like I feel like they cater to a customer that's non-existent, like they really believe their customers are children. 
you know, I I could see that. I could totally see that. And it makes surprisingly, it makes me wonder, like, um, some of the shit that they do come out with. I'm just like, ah, that's like way too like, you know. I I know like some of the you know like the fun TV and even when they were doing like the um the Jeopardy shit and stuff like that um some of it was I was just like okay this is a little way too corny like you know you guys need to like bring it back to like more adults but when when they're doing this like it's very Saturday morning cartoons to me and you know things like that yes. but it's like we're like guys we're not that age anymore and neither are you you know so like yeah you know what i mean so they're they're still they're still keeping their childhood alive okay thank you you know i'm always i watch it yes absolutely i'm like okay maybe you guys are living your best like childhood lives still but like this is not your client you know like this is not the customer like not for nothing and i don't know I, i yeah there are kids that buy these Funkos, right? But like for the most part, the people who are spending real money on this are those kids' parents or us, you know, because we we have the nostalgia for what they're bringing out. Um, I, so I always think it's weird that they go back to this, like, they, like as if they expect us to have the same kind of nostalgia that they do. I don't know. I, I just always thought it was weird. So the puppets did not surprise me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just am very curious to see where they're going to go forward with these puppets. Like if these puppets were literally just like a stopgap until they figure it out or like, are they like some, like somebody messaged me and they were like, yeah, like it's actually kind of brilliant because puppets, there's no way puppets could possibly offend anyone. Right. (laughs) I love that point. I mean, they're not lying. Right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You know, maybe on one hand it is genius of them, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just have puppets now because there's no way a, that a puppet is gonna offend anybody or have feelings or whatever." Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a Freddie Funko social media page come up, right? And now it's just like Freddie Funko is your social media person. And it's like that yeah, we'll never see a real person again. You know, that's funny you say that. I, I can totally picture that. I, I totally could see that coming. Yeah, that would not shock me. It's kind of like if how that people... happens, I want to get paid. Yeah, it's it's kind of <laughs> like how people create, you know, uh, social media for their dogs <laughs> or their pets. You know what right. I mean? Right, right. You yeah. have this mascot, right, that everybody loves and is affiliated with the company. So if you're going to go that route, we're like, I just don't even want a human to represent the brand because that's how much like we just don't trust humans or we want to control things. I mean, let's just have Freddie Funko do it. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised it didn't go that way a long time ago, to be honest. Yeah, very true. It Well, I mean, you and I have been saying for a while now, it's like, you know, they're a little behind on the times or... Like, it, it's just weird how they haven't figured out, like, the whole social media thing. Like, we're saying, it's right there in front of your face, and you guys still choose to either ignore it or just not, or, like, not even acknowledge it. Or, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. But now that they're going with this, I find this very interesting. And I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching with one eye just to see what, what continues. Yeah. Yeah, me too, for sure. 
But yep, that's all I had. We're now dealing with puppets at Funko. So that's where we're at. <laughs> oh my God. Way too And funny. Oh, and they did, they did announce a photo challenge. There is a photo challenge for January at the end of the month. Um, yeah. And just my personal opinion, the prompts are terrible. Um, but I am going to stick to my guns here and I'm going to follow the prompts with non Funko products. Don't think I forgot. <laughs> Ooh, she's still spicy. <laughs> I'm still spicy about it, guys. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten. Just you wait. <laughs> oh, man. That is too funny. Okay. Well, I shall let us move on. <laughs> she's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I won't go. I won't go into my rant. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So let's. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we're still covering topics. So, um, Guys, I wanted to bring up an interesting one, and because, you know, I'm still in vendor mode, um, but what is the best app for value on collectibles? So, you know, we have HobbyDB, which is also known as PPG. Uh, we have the Funko app, and I know there's other collectible apps out there. I've never really browsed through them. I don't know if you've ever looked into any of them, Marisol. I haven't. I really use, I really rely on HobbyDB for mine. Um, so, I, but I, I have noticed um, some new ones crop up. I can't think of the names off the top of my head, but lately I have had my attention drawn to some other apps. Um, I have not gotten a chance to look at them, but because ho HobbyDB has been pretty reliable for me. Um, what about you? Um, so when, when we're doing our vending, we highly depend on hobby DB and unfortunately Saturday when it was so freaking busy, um, the app was taking a shit on us. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's so, you know, it, it just comes with the territory, but you know, it's just things, you know, we live and we learn. Um, but I love HobbyDB in the part where you can just scan the barcode and it brings up information. Um, one of the things that I don't like about it is sometimes it just gives like too much information. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's got. It's giving you too many of like the, um, you know, the variations of a product, right? Yes. Which is, is great sometimes, but sometimes it's also excessive. And you're like, okay, I don't need, I just need to know the price of this right now. I don't need to know, you know, the glow, the glow version or whatever. And it's great that it has it all, but sometimes I think it goes a little too in depth. What I would love for it to do is not me having to click on the fucking variant link so that I can see all these pops. Just when it scans, give it to me. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just what I'm trying what to get is. at. Whether it's a signed one or it's got a fucking different sticker on it. Like, I don't give a shit. Just give me all of it right when I scan it. I know yes. they're working on I hate that, like, that it makes you do the work yeah. of trying to find the variant that you're looking for. That, yeah, absolutely. That's a pain in the ass. Exactly. And the, and the great thing about it, I mean, from a seller's point of view, like it also allows me to show the customer saying like, look, okay, so this one does not have a sticker and this one has a sticker. And here's the reason why, you know, they're a little bit different or the price varies or this one is so high because it has a signature. So if you want to buy this one from me and go upstairs and get it signed, look at where the value could go. You know what I mean? So that's like... 
that's like a really cool thing that I would, you know, that I wish I could, you know, that, that I can have on there. Um, the Funko app, it's, it's choppy, you know, sometimes it's, uh, it's got great information. Other times it doesn't, um, you know, there's just, um, there's just a few things, uh, with the Funko app where it's like, you know, super behind, but somehow they sent us emails saying that they were collaborating with hobby DB and it was going to be fading off of their, um, off of their, I guess, yeah. I don't know, machine or I don't know, but yeah, there's yeah, and then a, it never happened. Yeah, then it never happened, and um, there's some other apps out there that are really great. Like I know there's one that does uh, things specifically with like uh, with uh, you know people that are you know collectibles for shoes and um, you know different things like that. You know, because there's a collector. There's even one for comic books and things. You know that are actually really. I've tried a couple of them. You know what I mean, just to see how they work and stuff, and. Those ones are very informative. They're, you know, they've been around for a long time, and I, I think they're ahead of the game. Like, some of these other ones need to just kind of, you know, fall in line and just kind of see, like, okay, hey, that'll work. Like, you know, or maybe we should have done it this way. You know, sometimes just going old school is still a good thing. You don't have to be so yes. freaking, you know what I mean, pumping this thing full of information and, you know, just making it worse, so... Absolutely. I agree. That's, it's always been my, my one frustration with the, um, hobby DB is that I have to click on the variant and then I have to find the exact one that I'm looking for. And then I start like, there's so many that I start like second guessing myself and I'm like, am I looking at the right sticker? Is this, you know, like, cause it's literally giving you like all of them. It's like, yeah. you know, that you start second guessing yourself that you even have the right one. Um, so yeah, I do agree. Like, I just want to be able to scan it and you bring up the variant that I'm scanning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no kidding. Um, I would, you know, and, and the one thing that I will say is that hobby DB is very up to date. sucks when they don't have a price on there because the item just came out. So they're, you know, they're waiting to get the trending values, but, um, you know, I, I can appreciate that, you know, they will have the information out there because it's very rare when I scan one and it says that there's no information on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they do. That's a, that's the thing. Is that like it's like a hate. It's a, a love hate thing with it. Right. Because like yeah. I hate that you have to look up the variant. But at the same time, I appreciate that they have the variants, whereas like the Funko app definitely does not. Ugh, there's so many gaps in the Funko app. It's insane. Oh yeah, there definitely is. <laughs> my mom and yeah. dad, my mom and dad love that app. Um, cause they just like to see the values on their Funkos and you know, <laughs> they sit there and compare like, Oh, well mine's at 1600. Oh yeah. Well look at mine. It's at, <sighs> I need to meet your parents. I like just <laughs> love them. <laughs> they're, they're too funny. My mom. So uh today like we actually went out running around i had a bunch of a couple things to do and um i took her to the mall because i had to go to um box lunch and we'll talk about that a little bit later but she was over there look like you know looking for deals and stuff like that and she's like look at these funkos they're like 75 percent off <laughs> my mom there's a reason why <laughs> nobody wants them <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny get out, get out of that clearance yeah area, mom it was funny because okay. i kind of got to educate her you know what i mean and she was just like 
well, when they're so cheap, does that does that affect the value of the of the pop? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I go, Dad Shania Twain pop that will not go above five dollars is probably clearance somewhere where people are buying them up, and <laughs> that's why it hasn't changed. I said, but you know, once once they're cleared out or you know whatever it is that's going on with that pop, I go, and then you know someone actually pays you know like twenty bucks for it. Well, then. That's when we'll see that it starts going up. So she was like, she was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, it's just, that's kind of the fun things. And then I was explaining to her uh, the hot topic restocks, which they had a very interesting <laughs> one today. They had the fucking Venom over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, okay. So someone I read, someone told me that hot topic has its own factory or something like that like they, they have access to where they can just keep reproducing these pops no shit That's what somebody messaged That's- me and told me that they are that they have act they are able to control how many of these pops they produce and that's why they're able to constantly restock their exclusives and that's- that would make a lot of sense that makes sense, but that's fucked up on the other hand, too. Uh, no, no, definitely fucked up. I need, You know what? I need to go back and revisit with this person and see how they know that. But it was the first time I heard that, but it made a lot of sense. They, they were like, yeah, Hot Topic, I, there's no limit on the runs. and they were, they Or they have the authority to ask for more runs or something like that. But that they have control over how much is produced of their exclusives, and that's why they're still restocking exclusives from like three years ago. That is very interesting. I would love to right? see and find out what the story is behind that. That I'm definitely interested in that. I'm yeah. For next week, I'm going to do a deep dive on that. I because I thought that was really interesting. It was the first time I heard that. And the person that told me is not somebody who just says things and say things, if that makes sense. Like they are a longtime collector. If anyone would know, they would kind of know things. Right. So I, I'm going to get back with them and I want to do a deep dive because that makes a lot of sense because I've never in my life seen a store exclusive restock the way that a Hot Topic exclusive restocks. It's oh, insane. I know. I know. I was like, I took a picture and I sent it to my buddy Drew and I was all, he was like, wait, are you serious? And he like literally because I like kind of like blew up the picture, so to kind of see if he would spot it right away. And sure enough, he circled it. And he's like, "Is this real life right now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, bro." I was like, "I'm grabbing two of them, but this is <laughs> this is ridiculous." Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, there goes the value on those venoms. But you know, whatever. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> So that's another reason why, guys, you know, on HobbyDB, where we see these things go up one minute and then all of a sudden they're down. But the great thing about HobbyDB, too, is that they will show us what the trend is. So and then also they give us that nice little green arrow or that red arrow where it's either up or down. So also a great technique for sellers. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yes. If you're a vendor or a reseller like Nando, oh. you can use oof. <laughs> oof. Could have just said vendor. These little these little tools. I'm sorry. Ooh, did I hit a nerve? <laughs> these little tools will, will suit you just fine. Right? No, I'm 
Oh, All right, what's man. next? What's next? Body soul putting me out on blast. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next topic that we got? Oh, brands of collectibles and which is better? And do you guys agree with the values? So, what do you uh, what do you think on that, Body Soul? Like we obviously we know we got brands of collectibles, like you know obviously Funko, which we talk about a lot on here, um, but we've got. Mezco Toys, we've got Storm Collectibles, we've got NECA, we've got Mattel, we've got Hasbro. So, okay, so because I'm, I'm new to, like, some other brands now, like NECA, NECA is new for me, so I can't really speak to the value of things of NECA quite yet. Um, honestly, I haven't even started following, like, uh, like, on a value database, so Nando, you'd be able to tell me more about that, but... Um, what I'm realizing in terms of value, like, to be honest with you, I've honestly stopped tracking my pops because uh, I mean, Funko pops are not the value they used to be, right? Like it has to be really limited or something really special for it to, you know, shoot up in value and stay there these days. Right. Um, but what I have noticed um, I've really been tracking the value of designer toys. Um, so I collect, uh, it's actually going to be my toy of the week. I collect this a little gas, it's called Ghastly. He's a figure by Mischief Toys. Ooh. And um, once in a while, like I, I only have two of them. Uh, they're super limited runs. Um, once in a while, I'll look on Mercari just to see like what the value of, of these figures are oh my gosh the figure like that they're they like literally almost immediately double and triple in value right because there's only this this newest one i just got today there's only 385 of him um and it's already selling for they cost 50 dollars. he's already selling easily for 150 dollars, and people will pay it no problem um so i've really been into the cost of designing toys Lately, I think that that the it's because they're super limited and they're so exclusive. Um, they are the things I'm seeing go up in value like crazy, and kind of stay there for a while. You know, it's not that it just came out this week and it's like he will easily go up in value or stay the same for the next year. So that's what I've been really tracking. What about you? So <clears throat> there's so with all the experience and like you know like what I've been learning um there is definitely you know so I mean literally earlier you know how I was saying you know look at this Mezco toy Marisol and like we were like I mean I was blown away with the price point like I was expecting that thing to be around 200 bucks $130 is great, especially for a Mezco. Um, that's right in line with, you know, where they're valued at. And like I said, you're, you're really getting your bang for the buck. Like, we just listed, like, all those fucking accessories that literally took, like, 30 to 45 seconds to read um, to where other ones, like, if you get a Mattel toy and it's, like, you know, $22.99, um, you get, like, one accessory in there if you're lucky. You know what I mean? Um, right. When it comes to, you know, you know, getting the value and stuff like that, some names do stick out larger than others. And I know Storm Collectibles and um, SH Fig Arts. Well, I say, I'd say SH Fig Arts, like, sells. They're more mass-produced because we see those Dragon Ball Z ones, like, at Target and Walmart, things like that. 
Um, one of the like storm collectibles is it's very well. One, they're not in retail stores. Um, two, there's rumors going around that they're strictly going to be sold by Big Bad Toys. I don't know how true that rumor is. I haven't been able to dig into it. Uh, there's other thing. There's um like Mezco. You know what I mean. You got to order those ones from certain sites. Uh, a lot of them are like, you know, a lot of the high dollar ones, it's weird, like even like Hot Toys, and that's one that I definitely want uh, Sal to break down for you, Manisol, when when we get that opportunity for all of us to sit down and and, uh, and do an episode. Yes, I would love that. Hot Toys is one that when you see it in your hands, you understand the dollar amount behind it. And those things do not go down. All they do is either stay where they're at or they go up. So there's no, like, any collector out there that knows, like, what they're looking for and you're actually selling hot toys, like, at your at your booth, there's no argument. There's no play for no negotiation at all. Okay. Um, one of the things that I was going to kind of tell you too is just, you know, where you can kind of figure out the value is say, for instance, um, we have a, like a Mattel action figure, or I'm trying to think, oh, well, you know what? Let's go McFarlane toys. Cause McFarlane toys does do, I mean, I know they do a lot of superhero shit and stuff like that, but they also do spawn. So say, for instance, you picked up a Spawn figurine, and that one you're looking at, it's probably like $28.99. You pick up a NECA. NECA, they've gone up. They're like $32.99 now. Uh, when you put the two side by side and you look at the value, which one do you think that you're going to get more out of? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're probably going to end up going with the NECA because when you open up that, you know, when you open up that first part of it and you look at the window, NECA comes uh-huh. with so many accessories. You know, you're okay. getting you're getting more. So right. You know, and then when you look at the McFarlane one, there's maybe like one accessory in there. You know, and okay. the reason I compare those two is because they look very similar, like the way they're built and the way, you know, and, and the look that they have on them. But like, even for me, like when I look at a G.I. Joe classified and I look at a Marvel legend, the G.I. Joe classified stands out to me because it comes with more accessories. And, you know, like when you do, you know, when you're playing with action figures or you're doing the toy photography toy photography and everything you want accessories you know you want additional items absolutely so there's definitely you know what i mean there's a difference between the brands and stuff like that and you know um like i said you know the more the more that you get familiar with them and the more you start growing into them or like even like Marisol, I challenge you to, you know, if you ever get the opportunity to go like some type of toy event or Comic-Con or something like that out in your area, just go out there with, you know, with your eyes wide open and just take a look and you're going to see all the variants because at the Comic-Cons, that's where you see the big boy toys. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to Orlando Comic-Con, I think, in March here. It's at the end of March. Um, 
it's the first time I've gone to like a con out here. So I, I will definitely keep an eye on that. I, especially like just starting to collect action figures. Like I'm, I, I feel like I'm going to be looking at everything with like a really, like a really close eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, like I said, just take a look around, you know, and, and ask questions too. I mean, a lot of these vendors, you're going to find them. I mean, they love to talk about, you know, what they sell. Sometimes they're even selling from their personal collection, which is a scary thing. But, you know, sometimes people are just getting out and, you know, they want to share that that fun with, you know, with someone else that's looking to, to start their own collection. But you can get a lot of education. And, you know, what's crazy is at Comic-Cons, you're going to see brands that you never even knew existed. You're like, what the hell is this? And, you know, and they'll educate you on it. Yeah. So that's what I'm most excited about. So lately I've been seeing people post like some brands I've never heard of lately, just cause like, I think it's like the first of the, like it's the beginning of the year and people were like taking a break from their like Funko photos and whatever. Um, and I was challenging people on my Instagram to show me lines that were not Funko and what they were collecting. And like, I got turned on to so many things. So I can only imagine like at a comic con, the things that I'll see if I'm just seeing that from like my little echo chamber on Instagram. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I can only imagine what's out there. I'm very excited to take part. Even if you like, even if you got some like local comic book shops over there, um, you know, just take a step in, you're going to see some really cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that that's what I'm about this year. So yeah, I definitely will. I'm I want to start going to more smaller shops, and uh, that's funny because I think it's it's a topic we're going to talk about. But I want to go to more smaller shops. I don't want to just be shopping from like big um, stores or big online re- retailers. Like I, I feel like I would just want to go more more smaller shops this year because this year for me is definitely going to be more about getting like very specific items and like grail, like personal grails for me, as opposed to like what's new and coming out. Yes. No, absolutely. You're gonna, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, you're going to, you're, you're going to have fun. I can already see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll have a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to get into since we're talking about value and everything. So, guys, really what I wanted to get out get uh, get out there on that was obviously we want the ones that give us more value, more bang for the buck, you know. And, and I know for everyone it's going to be accessories. We love accessories. Just makes the figure different. But then some of them, you know, uh, some of these companies make some beautiful artwork on the boxes as well and you just look at it and you're just like shit i just want to keep it in the box and show it that way so you know um everyone's got their own poison uh we would love your feedback we would love we would definitely love to hear just what you love and why and you know why you think the value is good where it's at or you know should it be less and i know there's a lot of them that i think should be less (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, um, so here comes in. So this leads into another fun part. And so Marisol, I want to hear how, how, how do you do with, with negotiating? Like say, you know, there's something that you've got your eye on, whether it be Funko um, made by robots or 
or handmade by robots. I'm sorry. Um, um, I'm trying to think of everything that you show photos of and <laughs> in all your videos that you <laughs> that you collect. But I mean, talk to me. How, how well, let's let's hear your negotiation skills when you're when you're looking to purchase something that you want. So okay, so for me, it is all right. So before, if I go into like a shop or if I'm on Mercari, right? Yes. First, I'm going to look and see what this exact item has last sold for. That's number one. Um, and I know that there's a difference between, well, kind of not because they're pulling from the same place, but you know, it, it, something might have a PPG value of $130, but maybe online it's not selling for $130. Maybe online the past couple of transactions has been like a hundred. I'm definitely going to try and go with the hundred and use that as my bargaining chip. Like, hey, people have been selling this online for hundred dollars, not one hundred and thirty. So I'm offering you a hundred now, take it or leave it, kind of thing. And then it also depends too. Like uh, for me, I'm an out of box collector, so sometimes I can get a lot of deals if I don't care what the box looks like at all. I mean, I try to get a good box because obviously, if I'm going to resell this down the line, right? I don't want a shitty box, and I don't want to have to hunt for another box. Um. You know, I will, I will try to get a good box, but sometimes maybe I really just want the pop for me. It's like a personal grail, right? Um, I'll look for a damage box just so I can offer less, you know, and be like, Hey, well, the box is damaged, dude. Like I, so I'm expecting you to take like $20, $30 off depending on what it is. Right. Um, and that's, that's how I go about it. Um, and usually people, you know, people will be either firm with you, like, nope, I can't go any lower than X, Y, Z on this, or people will see your point and they'll say, okay, well, I'll take some money off of this. It really just depends. You know, it also depends where you're buying from because sometimes people don't know what they have. Um, and you don't know how it's ended up on there. Like, you know, on Mercari, for example, I'll look at the seller's other items. And a lot of times it's somebody who, if they, let, let's say it's a pop, they're usually just selling pops on there. But sometimes you get the person who's maybe selling stuff from like their parents' house or their grandparents' house that they're clearing out. Or they're just somebody who has like picked up some stuff from garage sales and they just want to clear their stuff out. Um, sometimes they don't know what they have. And like, I'm not saying go and take advantage of people, but like if they're willing to take a lower price, cause they're just trying to clear this out of their inventory, it's, it's, it's worth a shot. Like, especially online, it's, it's never hurts to send out your lowest offer out there. And you'd be surprised. A lot of times people will take it or, or counter you with something very close. I, I so, love that. I, I totally love that. Um, one, you're educating yourself. You're also, you know, looking out there, price matching and everything. And then, uh, I mean, that's awesome that you go out there and take a look at like other things that they're selling. So, yeah, I mean, those are great negotiation skills because you want to be educated with the seller. You also want to know if the seller is educated as well. Um, you know, we never want to take right. advantage of anyone or anything like that. Sometimes they'll just tell you, like, I just fucking want this thing gone. So I don't give a shit, you know, um, about how or, you know, what you think or, you know, your offer. Just, you know, I, wa I want it gone. Um, right. 
the the funny thing like I uh that I was going with that is like I said I've uh I've I've got the uh, I've I still have the vendor side in me right now. I'm I'm going to shake it out soon guys, I promise. Until the next event. But it was funny because I was telling the story with Sal and Andrew and you know I had this and I know this guy from from a pat like years ago from a past event and you know uh when they talk the same smell the same it's the same fucking asshole that you you that you always <laughs> remember and this this dude was bitching at me about five dollars on an nfl funko and i told him i was like i'm not gonna give you the fucking five dollars off dude it's thirty dollars take it or leave it and then he pulls his stupid shit well i can get it on ebay for 23 dollars good fucking order it right now like i'll order it for you like Get the fuck away from my booth already. You know what I mean? I was like to that point. And, you know, that's one thing that like always gets under my skin. I even had a dude in the past where that was looking at a Chase uh, Adam Bomb, Garbage Pell Kid Funko. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. eBay's selling it for uh, $28. And I was like, go ahead and pull it up. So he pulls it up and I go, did you see where this is shipping from? And he's like, no. And I go, go look at it. And he's like, it's shipping from China. Exactly. Because it's probably a fucking fake, dude. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, some of these people. Well, yeah. They just don't educate themselves, you know? And and like when they talk like an asshole to me, I'm going to be like even even bigger asshole. But when they're actually genuine and they, you know, they're just like, well, why does it show it that way? Well, you know, let me explain to you why. Because you're probably getting a fucking fake. You know what I mean? But, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking of, we were talking, when we were talking about this, I was thinking about if you had sold your ghost face figure at the Comic-Con or not. He did sell. Drew pulled that one off. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> So, but all, but talking about something that's highly faked and is all over the map when you look on like Mercari or whatever, right? Like I see ones that are like come up for like, <laughs> they sold for $300, $400. All right. That makes sense to me. And then I see other ones that sold for like, you know, $25 or like $40. And I'm like, what do people think they're getting here? <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, this is a fake pop. Like, Oh my god! And it, yeah, it's just so important to look and be sure what you're looking at. To your point, Nando, like yeah, like maybe someone's going to come to you and say, "Well, I'm only willing to pay this because it's selling for this online." But good on you for looking at it, right? Because that's another thing that we deal with. It's a lot of highly faked pops. Yes, you know, like that's a grail of mine for sure, and I'm I'm constantly looking, but it's so hard for me to even look and track it, right? Because there's so many fake ones of it that the the price is just all over the map. And I start to get confused at what I'm looking at. Like I, I pride myself on being able to really tell you what's a fake pop or not, right? But uh, sometimes there's one like that where you're like, you know, sometimes it's really good and you see that it's, con- it's been selling at this price and that people are falling for it. And you could start, you know, maybe sort of convince yourself that like, yeah, this pop isn't worth that. Yeah, exactly. So it's and very important. Yeah, it, uh, you know, some, you know, it's it, 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 I, I mean, 
it's always going to be that way. I, I have to live with myself and just, you know, be like, you know what, Fernando, you're going to have to deal with all kinds of different personalities and you're going to run into those ones often. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's just, you know, it's part of the game. And like I said, you know, I just like to vent about it every now and then. And I, I, I really love, you know, just to put it out there. I, I the ones that I love the most and, you know, and, and it's fun Sometimes these people, you know, they're just like, God, you know, they see money and they see things flying off the table and stuff like that. And they're like, what does it take to actually do this? Once you start breaking it down for them, they're just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't I don't want to get into any of that, you know. And then there's other ones yeah. where, you know, I, it was fun. Like I had this one guy and he just told me, he goes, can I ask you an honest question? I was like, yeah, go for it. And he goes, how do you like, where do you get your prices from? And I told him, I go, dude, it's a list of things. I was like, one, you know, if it's a hot item and it's extremely hard to get and you know that it's not at the store right now or anytime soon, I was like, you can play with the price. Uh, I go, because, you know, people want it, you know, and then I explained to him, I said, I'm using my gas money. I'm going out there, standing outside, freezing my ass at, you know, six or seven in the morning with other vendors or other people that are wanting to collect this item. I and I go, you know, there's a lot that you have to deal with. I go, there's a lot of stuff. And I go, you know, some of my stuff will be marked up. I go, then you got like, you know, these grills that are extremely limited. And I was like, those make it even harder to get. So that's why the value on them is so much higher. I go, plus if it's something that's a hot item or, you know, something that, you know, a lot of people adore or the popularity is there on it. I was like, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that you have to feed into it. And he was just blown away. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, that's really crazy. He's like, I had no idea. And uh, and he was very he was extremely thankful. He's just like, I really appreciate you educating me on this and, you know, just getting it, you know, just giving me your time, you know, to, you know, to take a look at all this. So it was uh, it was really fun on, you know, just uh just giving a heads up and, and talking with them and, you know, just letting them know, just educating them a little. And I, I told them, I said, you know, you can use these apps. I go, you can go out there and look. I told them the best thing to do is check Macari, check eBay, uh, check Hobby DB. I go, and those are the three best things that will give you your price so that you know in your head what you're looking for. I said, because 99.9% .9 of the time, that's where you're going to be able to meet. Right. And then I even explained to him, you know, like box damage or things like that, you know. And then I always love when you have to explain, like, the difference between, like, the JJLs and the, what is it, the FFL, uh, the uh, yeah. the serial, or not the serial numbers, but the, what is it, the... Um, it's kind of like uh like the date that they were made or you know what I mean? And then, you know, the JJLs yes. are the originals and then the FFLs are re-releases. So, you know, things like that that you just have to watch for and look for. God, this little twisted world that we live in, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy. The other thing but too yeah. is that that gets faked a lot too, Marisol, is uh Storm Collectibles. 
Really? Yeah, there's some Mike Tyson Did ones out there that. and Michael Jordan ones that are fucking absolutely horrible. I actually bought a Mike Tyson <laughs> one just so that like I could use some of the accessories. Um it took like over a month to get to my house when I ordered it from China, but I mean, the fucking head sculpt and everything, I was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible. This like literally looks like a bootleg." You could tell right off the bat. Uh, oh my so okay, so I got had one time one time in my life, I got a fake Funko Pop. I got a fake Rex from Toy Story. Another highly faked pop because at one time his PPG was very high, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I get comes. I got it on Mercari. I open the package. I'm so excited because this is like a grail of mine, right? And I open it up and I'm like, oh my God, this looks horrible. It's awful. Like the <laughs> box was okay. The paint job was crazy on him. And I was like, I can't believe somebody just sold this to me. And like, I put in a report like right away and right away, like the, the seller didn't even deny it. Like he was just like, sure refund, like just send it back. Yeah. Cause like he just didn't want the negative review, but it was just so wild. It's just so wild how there's certain things that just get so faked and like, they're so bad. Like they don't even try and they just expect you to be okay with it. But like having as many pops as I did, I was like, no, something is very wrong here. It was like, this not look it like that. He's like, shit. She figured me out. <laughs> yeah. He knew right away. He was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like here's your money back. Don't tell anybody, you know? Oh, I love it when people try to sneak through and don't say shit about it or they try to be coy about it. And I'm just like, no, that's not that's not going to work. Yeah. You know exactly what you're doing. Please. (laughs) Just, you know, those are the people who rely on strength in numbers. Right. Like people who won't know any better versus like the one or two people who will come along and be like, oh, that's a fake. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I can imagine what you see in the vending world. Oh, my God. It's crazy. We could have stories for days. We would be here another hour. Um, But, (laughs) my soul, is there anything new going on with Handmade by Robots? Handmade by Robots. Um, So, I got my Charlie the Funland robot from Scooby-Doo. They had released him last week. Well, two weeks ago. Sorry, I keep forgetting we skipped a podcast. Um, two weeks ago, and he is just fucking gorgeous looking. So he was limited in number. I want to say to 480 units. Um, he is metallic. He has glow in the dark eyes. So it was their first metallic and glow in the dark figure at once. Um, it's just fucking epic looking. It, it, he's just so great looking guys. Like he's all over my page. If you go to my Instagram page, uh, at the pop box, um, really, really sick figure. A lot of their Scooby-Doo stuff is still up for pre-order and some of it is slowly dropping. Like I know snow ghosts, they have a glow in the dark snow ghost that just became available. So that shipment is going out. I have to snag one of those. Um, and, uh, they also have the princess bride collection that just came out and they have, um, their mighty size Fezzik. So, they only have a few mighty size. I want to say, God, I hope I'm not wrong, but I want to say their killer clowns truck, ice cream truck was maybe their first mighty size or it's considered mighty size. 
Anyway, this is a much larger figure, kind of how Funko does their 10-inch pops. It's not 10-inch, but it's much larger than their typical figure. And he is awesome looking, you guys. Like, So if you're a Princess Bride fan, definitely go and check them out. These figures, the detail on them is amazing. I highly suggest going and checking out the site. Um, and they have a lot of stuff that's coming up for pre-order. And lately, they've just been doing a lot of surprise drops on Wednesdays. Um, it seems to be, you know, what's new Wednesday? And uh, a lot of the figures are limited. So the last couple of figures I've gotten from them are no more than 480 units, which I love. I think it's great. That is very cool. I love that. Yes. So very excited to see what they have in store for this year. Awesome. I know I'm keeping an eye on them now. Like, I actually pay more attention now because of Mighty Souls, so... Yeah, you should. Okay, you already got one. Okay, now you need another one. I do. So I, I want all the horror ones. <laughs> all the horror. Which, by the way, this year is going to be such a huge horror year for me. I can already feel it. Like I, my main focus right now is horror, which is so I never thought my collection would go this way. But I recently I redid my shelves. I was telling you the other night, Nando. So I have a whole case now devoted just to horror. Yes. We need horror oh, in our I, lives. Yes, which I did not have before, and I'm just so fucking stoked with how it came out. Oh, makes me so happy. That is awesome. <laughs> and it's crazy because, like, you know, you're so Disney, and, you know, you got all this, you know, cool stuff going right? on, and then all of a sudden the cloud is coming, and you got, like, uh, dude, a little bit so of I darkness have, going on right there. <laughs> I'm looking at my shelves when I was planning them out. I was like, all right, so where do I... I was like, do I just hit them with horror off the bat? Make that my first shout, my first case, or my last case? And I was like, no. I put horror right down the middle in between all of this other, like, happy cartoon shit, right? Like, it's right down the middle of all my Pixar and Disney. And then all of my office and animation. <laughs> it's so great. It's just like, there's just, just this dark bookcase in the middle, and I fucking love it. That is awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, we we always need that in our in our lives. Yes, um, yes. Speaking of things in our lives, uh, Mighty Soul, what do you feel is better for places to shop for collectibles? Do you find it better just ordering online and waiting for the mailman to come, or do you like to just go straight into a store, get it, you have it in your hands, and go home? So for me, for the most part, it's just getting it online and letting it show up. I, that's the best way to go for me, especially since the pandemic. It's really changed my thought process on it. Before, I was always like, oh, no, I'm going to go in store. I'm going to wait online. I need to have it that day. Now, honestly, I could really care less if it shows up like fucking four weeks later. <laughs> as long as I'm getting it, yeah. I'm getting it, right? Yeah. Um, so online... Online is, is it for me because online also offers a lot more discounts, I feel like, depending on where you're ordering from. Um, you know, so if it's like a certain retailer, like a Hot Topic, let's say. So if I'm waiting for a Hot Topic exclusive to drop, I know that I could probably order that and like three other things I've been waiting and like holding off on. Yeah. And just get free shipping and have it all come at once. Um, once in a while, there's something 
where if I can go to my local mall, like a box lunch or a hot topic, I'll go and get it. So like that, um, Mickey 100, the split Mickey, mm-hmm. I went to hot topic to go get that because just if I, if I have the time, I'll go get it. Cause I just like having it in my hand that day. I think it's cool to have it, to photograph it that day because like you're, you know, you're kind of the first one with it, if you will, you know, a lot, most, most people are ordering online. So like that kind of stuff is fun for me, but I, I, it has like the stars have to align for me to do that. If that makes sense. Most of the time you. I'm just going to pre-order it online. I'm a big online girl since the pandemic. Very cool. Interesting. What about, what about you? Uh, I know me, you like to go to stores. Oh yeah. For me, I love to go in the store. It's the thrill of the hunt. You know, I love to, I'll pack up mercy. I'm like, let's go. And We'll go hit a couple of stores and I love the excitement of, you know, walking over there and just coming around the corner on the aisles and stuff and seeing if it's actually there when it's there. It's a, you know, greatest feeling when it's not there. It sucks. Cause then you're like, ah, shit. Now I got to go. Yeah. You know? So my rule of thumb is usually what I'll do is I'll hit a couple of stores. If I find it awesome. If I don't, then that's when I hit online. Cause then I know I'm, I'm going to get it someday. And the other thing, too, that I'll do sometimes is sometimes I'll just order online and then I kind of like I don't necessarily go, you know, hunting right away that same day, but I'll just kind of, you know, check in here and there. And, you know, if I land on it, awesome. I can cancel my order or, you know, I got an extra one that, you know, that I can sell or trade. So, yeah, it's uh, right. But I definitely love going into the stores. Yeah, when I get to go to the store, it's always fun. Like, I like waiting online. I like running into people I know online. Like, if it's one of those stores where you can line up before it's open, um, you know, like, hot topic and stuff, like, I always think that's fun. Yeah. Even though it makes me, it gives me, like, it, it nerve-wracks me. At the same time, it's fun to, like, have the thrill of the hunt and, like, see people that you know, you know, <laughs> that are still out there doing the thing. I hate so the fuck, I hate the fucking lines um because when you know Hot Topic is dropping one they'll be like oh we got four cases of you know whatever and you're like okay four cases six cases okay. each they got four cases yeah you know what i mean <laughs> and then you're looking at yeah. you're like fuck i'm number 5 in line <laughs> uh, i know you're fucking doing the math yeah. right away like you're counting how many people are there how many chases there could be you know how much control is this opening manager really going to have when exactly. they open the door yeah oh yeah i know <laughs> i know it's like stressful and exciting all at the same time i know so much stress <laughs> yeah it's too funny so much so much <laughs> Well, just for a toy, you know, yeah, we're sick. Just for a toy. Yeah, there we we we've got something wrong with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, Funko, well speaking of, you know, getting in line and stuff like that and you know, shopping online, well we got Funko drops and collector drops. This is our highlight section. So, in the first one, the Snoop Dogs finally dropped. Yes, I did not go for any of these, but Nando, I know that you were kind of successful with this. Yes, I uh it was funny, too, because I put it right in front of Drew. Oh, my God. Talking about an attention getter and, like, pissing people off. Um, <laughs> so I told Drew, I was like, because he, like, right away when he saw it, he's like, bro, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Because Drew, Drew's a Lakers fan. He's California, you know, all that. And I'm like, dude, like, I'll, 
Like, I'll hook you up. Like, don't worry. You know, we'll work something out, but you're not getting the yellow jersey. Like, the 5,000 piece, no. Like, Nando's going to sit on that, and Nando's going to have that as an attention grabber. Well, sure enough, it did. Pissed off other vendors, too, because they were just like, how much you want for it? And I'm like, I don't want to get rid of it. And they're like, well, how much? And I'm like, well, I'll put a stupid number on it, and you won't buy it. Well, how much do you want for it? Okay, $800. Oh, I'm not going to pay that. I just fucking told you, you know. <laughs> it's like I had I had Yeah, I had so many people come up to me, so then finally like I got fed up and I was just like, "You know what? We're just going to say that somebody bought these pops on Friday and they're just allowing us to keep them as display, you know what I mean, and just show them off." So what I did was I ended up making a trade with Drew because he had some fire that all that we'll talk about in a little while. Yeah, I want to know because I saw that Drew got Jason Voorhees and Ghostface, so I'm a little I'm a little miffed. <laughs> well, Drew didn't get uh, Drew didn't get Ghostface. Um, he actually sold Ghostface for me. I was okay. yeah, I was doing some other stuff, and then I. So there was a whole paranoia thing because like they would like, you know, we get busy and then we look at things and we're like, because we had like a grail section, you know, sitting right in the middle. And my buddy, Jonathan, thank you, Jonathan, for, you know, watching that. And uh, it was like every time something was missing, we're like, where the fuck is that? And then I saw a ghost face missing. I'm like, Jonathan, something's missing, dude. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, where the fuck is ghost face? And he's just like. Drew's making a deal on it right now. So, yeah, Drew ended up selling it for me. So, Ghostface went to a, a horror fan that was, like, I mean, his he was showing me photos of his collection. I was just like, what the fuck? And that was the one that he was missing. That was the one that he needed. Oh, fuck yeah. him. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I was like, I hope he... Uh... <laughs> I hope you're listening, guy, okay? Because I need him in my collection. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> Slide <laughs> in my DMs. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> Let's work something out. Uh, but yeah, we, we had them on display. You know, a lot of people are checking them out. A lot of people loved them. And, um, you know, it, it was cool. And like I said, I still have them with me. I'm going to hold on to them for a very long time on somebody, unless somebody just throws this stupid offer at me. And I'll be like, yeah, go ahead. Take it. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. Uh, but, yeah, we had a lot of great stuff. And, you know, Snoop Dogg was one of them. I, we had the yellow and purple jersey on display. Then the uh, the black, the Stiller jersey one, the black, the black jersey one, those arrived. And we took a couple of those, you know, to the event. So people were checking So, wait, wait. So did you get them from the site or did you get them from the store? Uh, we got those... Uh, the Snoop Dogs that the Laker ones or the Stiller ones? Either one, because that seemed really fast to have it for the For the event. Yeah. So, so the 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 Lakers ones, I went through an old connection. And okay. yeah. And he gave me a great price and I also sent him something and he got them to me right away. So, okay. yeah, those ones, that's the reason why I had those ones on hand. 
and it was crazy. The the Steeler jersey ones, we got those from the Funko.com uh, drop. And, and they came in. And they came in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they came. Cool. Yeah, they got delivered on, I think it was a Saturday. That's so crazy. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, and we had them all on display um, on uh, on Sunday. So a lot of people were blown away. And, you know, it was just, it was blessings. We we were lucky, you know, that we had them there and stuff like that. So it drew attention to the, to the you know, to the booth and everything. So that was really cool. Nice. Um, we got that's the- awesome. Well, I'm glad that you guys had that and uh, not the Tapatio Diamond. Oh, the Tapatio Diamond. Ugh. I actually, <laughs> I actually I mean, ordered talk them. about a womp womp. Did you? <laughs> I did. I was like, what a womp womp to the year, right? <laughs> this is the first pop you're dropping. Everybody was waiting for Snoop that day. That was the funny thing was that everybody was waiting for Snoop that day, right? Because it dropped at the store. And it was like Tapatio Diamond. Everyone was like, "What?" Right? <laughs> it Fuck was, you and your Tapatio Diamond. Yeah, nobody was like, nobody could give two shits about it. Yeah, what a fucking whimper! It was um, to start the year. I got them and I had them in hand, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like they diamond the fuck out of it. Like it is glittered from head to toe. Oh yeah, it looks blinged as fuck. Yeah. It's uh it's very interesting. I was just like, uh oh, whatever. <laughs> um we, we also got the SSGSS Goku uh for box lunch. This is Dragon Ball Z. I saw. I mean, I guess it's a big thing for anime fans. Yes. I don't know nothing about that. So good luck to you all. Yeah, it is pretty fucking cool. I uh I went and picked some up, so yeah. <laughs> nice okay yeah. good for you guys i took mom with me and i was like mom here's uh here's 50, <laughs> here, here's 50 bucks go grab you yeah go grab you some of mom them. is getting her allotment yeah and it was funny my mom's like uh give me those ones over there and the guy's all these ones and she's like she looks at me and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> yeah, get yeah, those yeah. Ones. <laughs> we need the max amount mom <laughs> there's a limit duh <laughs> <laughs> So, don't just take one. Yeah, don't take one. Take them all. <laughs> take them all. Who's gonna arg- uh, Who's gonna argue with a sweet, sweet older gonna, lady? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's gonna argue <laughs> with mom? I mean, you guys hearing this? I mean, this guy knows he, he came to play. Yeah. Okay. We, we know all the tricks he knows and what's trades. Up. Oh man! So this is one that I wanted to ask you about, Marisol. Um, yes. That Minnie Mouse Diamond Pop is going to be at the Funko Shop, and yeah. So she literally looks I'm, like glass. All right, I'm getting this literally out of pure curiosity. Okay, because I it looks sick, but they have not been very forward on like ooh, how she's made or what she's really going to look like. Right? We just have a glam of this. Um, I'm fucking all in. <laughs> if, if it's going to look like how that glam looks like yes. it is, looks like it's literally made out of diamonds and it's, um, you know, shiny and beautiful. So we'll, we'll see. And especially it's one of the, the Disney 100 pops. Um, and they've done such a great job with this line so far, you guys, um, that I got to trust that they did a good job with this one. And I, I'm all in on this Funko shop exclusive purely out of pure curiosity 
of how she's going to show up and look. So there you have it. I've seen a lot of people posting her today. A lot of people putting like polls up, like who's going to get her. Um, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. People are like, I just need to see what this looks like. Yeah. Right. Cause it's the first time we've really seen something like this from Funko. So I'm very excited about it. Honestly, you know, um, you know, which one, it yeah. re- it, it, which one it kind of like reminded me of, um, <sighs> which one, uh, that butt stallion one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I um I don't have that one, but I remember that coming out, and, and I remember what that looks like. So, yeah, I could see that. I I'm gonna literally order her just to see how she comes out of the box and how she feels and how she looks. She so looks, that should be interesting. She looks very cool, and I knew like when I saw that one, I was like, oh, I know Marisol is gonna be all over this one. Absolutely, and this was a, a previously unannounced one from the Disney 100 line, so it's also giving me like. Oh my god! How many other things are we gonna have? Yeah, no from kidding. One hundred, like, like this could go on for months, which I think it will. Someone's um, gonna have to buy more shelves. I'm just saying. <laughs> Someone's gonna have to pay for these shelves, Nando. Okay. <laughs> Anybody out there wants to be a sponsor of the collection? <laughs> I let take, me know. I take it we took down the. Uh, Feet's only fans account or you know the only feet the only feet.com <laughs> account was not working out <laughs> there are a bunch so funny enough true story there are a bunch of st- accounts that i follow that all of a sudden have like an only fans account oh my god um, no legit there are collector chicks out there opening o- only fans accounts left and right it's crazy like and then i'm not hating on it like whatever do you right through life um but yeah i have the connection between only fans and collecting has gotten very normal it's so wild that's crazy well a lot of these cosplayers i mean you know they do that and that's true too yeah so i can see the connection i could definitely see the connection i want to subscribe to one so bad just to, i just want to know what goes on, you right, know? Just to see what's happening on <laughs> But there. then, like, I feel weird. And I feel like they're <laughs> going to know it's me. They're really like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are these charges on the account? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband's going to be like, um, what, what are we paying OnlyFans <laughs> yeah. for? And I'm like, he won't even think that he, I'm watching something. He'll be like, so Marisol has started her own OnlyFans. What do I do now? <laughs> My wife has an OnlyFans. Like, I can see that being a conversation. I'm like, fuck, no, no, it's not me. (laughs) I just wanted to see what this bitch was doing. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, really? I'm just just browsing. (laughs) I'm just browsing. It's research. Yeah. It's for research. For the podcast. Yeah. I was just going to say that for the podcast. (laughs) Blame it on me. Nando gave me a task, okay? Nando was like, can you do me a favor? Because I don't want it to be weird. Can you go check out the OnlyFans site? Oh, my God. That is too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And last but not least, we still are sticking with Disney. But I don't know if you had seen Marisol, but Figpin is now working with Disney Parks. And they got a really cool line coming out. So, uh, yeah, I did see that. I'm not a Figpin collector. But I did see that they are doing a lot of stuff with Disney Parks now. And that's big because, you know, obviously 
pins in the park go hand in hand, right? Like it is, you walk into any store in Disney and like the pin selection is off the, off the wall. Like, so yeah, that'll be very interesting to see because fig pin already does some dope ass Disney pins, but to have them be park exclusives is pretty sick. Yes. Very, very I like that. If you're a fig pin collector, I like that for you. I like this journey for you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, toy of the week. Uh Marisol, you dropped some hints at uh at, at, at the toy of the week that you were gonna drop for us. Yeah, so my toy of the week is Ghastly from Mischief Toys. Mischief Toys is brought to you by the couple behind Gaslcast. Um, they have a YouTube channel and a live channel that they host and Last year, they started this company called Mischief Toys, and they have a character named Ghastly that they make a figure out of. And if you read the back of the box, it says, he's a misfit ghoul from the ne- from the netherworld who clawed his way through fire and brimstone to start a new life in your home. Ghastly may look cute and innocent, but he was raised by beasts and goblins, so he might have picked up on an unpleasant habit or two. Take good care of him and be sure to follow the three rules inside. The three rules inside are basically, you know, how to like dust him and keep him clean, et cetera, et cetera. It's just such a cool figure, you guys. This is such a cool resin toy to have. Um, there's maybe like six or seven of him so far, but they already have their Coven of Mischief, which is um, like a invitation-only club that they have right now they'll be opening spots yearly for where you can get like coven of mischief exclusive ghastlies um so these are collectors doing all the right collector things you guys and this toy is just awesome he is just this little smiling ghoul with his horns coming out of his head and he's a ghoul but he's so cute and like this black light one i just got He's black light ghastly. He is limited to 385 pieces, you guys. This 385 is, pieces? I found yes. photos of it, and he is very fucking cool. I love those colors on him. Dude, he's badass. They are actually having a photo challenge right now. They're having a photo contest um, for the next couple of days, and whoever posts, like, you know, who gets picked as the best picture of ghastly, this black light ghastly, will win an artist proof ghastly. So I'm clearly entering that, number one. Number two, um, photographing him today. Oh, my God. Realizing the detail and the colors that went into him. So amazing, guys. Just definitely my toy of the week. Very special. Go and follow Mischief Toys. They are um, just doing really cool things with this ghastly figure that they've come up with. And like, I just love that all the versions of him are super limited. I only have the skeleton ghastly and the black light ghastly. Okay. Um, so when you say black, light, gla- uh, black light ghastly, is it the red and yellow one or yeah, I'm so, looking well, at a no, couple not of red and yellow because that's, I think I'm going to say that's initiation ghastly. Maybe you're looking at Yeah. Um, yeah, this one is black light. You'll know right off the bat. It's black light. It's the last one that's come out. Okay. Um, if you go to their Instagram page, I'm sure you can see it or their Facebook page, mischief toys. Um, yeah. So the, all the ghastlies look the same. Like it's that same smiling kind of like spooky ghastly, right? Yeah. In different colorways, basically. 
So okay. I have the black and white skeleton version, and now I have the black light version. And like, I definitely am looking forward to collecting way more Gastly's. Um, I was a little late to the game on them. I think they were like four or five figures in when I found them. Um, so there's ones that have come out that I didn't realize, and they're so limited that it's a, you know unless you're going to spend a lot of money, it's impossible to get them. Um, but yeah. Definitely go check out Mr. Toys. They're doing really cool things over there. They are collectors, making toys for collectors, and that I really, really appreciate and love. That is really cool. And I am taking a look over here. Oh, yeah, that black light is fucking dope. That is really cool. Oh, it's so fun. I'm going to send you the picture I took tonight Very and played cool. around with a little bit. Oh, my God. It's so fun. That is really cool. I do like that. Awesome. Well, uh, Mighty Soul changing it up on us. That's really fun. I love that. I Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little nitty gritty over here. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting very much into the action figures. I'm very much doing the, the Toonie Terrors. I'm doing my designer toys. Like, you know, I'm still into Funko, but it's it's not my priority right now. Uh, uh, very cool. Very cool. So one of the things that I talked about earlier is that, and for those of you that know me, you guys know that I absolutely love and adore, I worship Rocky. Well, me and Drew pulled off a trade because he acquired a Ivan Drago from the Funko Rocky line. And Ooh. your boy now owns it. <laughs> so oh, shout shit. out to Drew and thank you, bro, for so much for... Uh, hooking me up with that one, but I wanted to include one that, so I was able to sneak away from my booth just for about 30 minutes. Um, I was on a mission on Sunday when we first got there and I wanted to find a storm collectible street fighter Ryu could not find him, but I landed on a Tekken seven storm collectibles <sighs> King. He nice. is fucking amazing i am going to do some very cool photography with this guy the vendor that had him was super fucking cool he gave me a discount because he saw my vendor badge and i told him i was like dude are you gonna be in el paso and he's like i will be there that's actually where i'm from and i'm like i will fucking see you at el paso comic-con so i'm hoping <laughs> that i'm gonna have something legit for him or just you know just something to show the gratitude and everything for him hooking me up with a discount and then he even said he even wrote it down he put my name and he goes if i come across that ryu storm collect storm collectible that you want and i even told him i go dude if you can find ken i'll fucking take it and so yeah he's watching out for those for me i, I am too but i like on Macari and eBay, like, I really don't want to give my money to, you know, to somebody on there. Like, I'd rather, you know, give it to these vendors that, you know, bust their asses to bring all this product in and and find these things. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Hopefully I can be patient enough for it. This king will definitely give me keep me busy because I want to do some photography with him and my storm collectibles, Zangief, and even some of my Mortal Kombat ones. So I've got some great, really fun ideas, you know, that'll be coming up coming up sometime soon, and uh, and those will be dropping. So yeah, that's uh that's my toy of the week. I love it. That's great. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send you some photos of this one. You'll you'll freak out. There's some other shit that I'm gonna send you photos of that I got from Comic Con. That you're just gonna be like, 
Nando, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, yes. Send it to me because I've like been like living through this weekend. I was like, oh my God, I wish I was there. I can only imagine the shit he's seeing. Oh my God. It, there, there was so much cool shit. I didn't get to leave my booth a lot, but you know, the cup, the when I did that morning, oh my God. Like I was literally telling Flo, I'm like, dude. Poor Flo's like walking around with all my bags and I'm just like fucking going from booth to booth and I'm like, dude, I got to chill out. I got to chill out. And he's like, yeah, I think it's time. Well, I mean, that's what Flo's there for. Don't let him talk you out of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> well, I mean, there's times where he's just like, yo, this might be the only time you see it. I'm like, Flo, don't say that. Don't do that. Don't you fucking do that. Like, that's like the last <laughs> thing you want to fucking hear. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man. Well, it is a great time right now because one of my favorite topics Woo-hoo. is coming up. So in the den with the pop box. Hey, in the den with hey. the pop box. All right. Well, tonight in the den, we are talking about what makes a grail a grail? So I want to open this up for conversation, right? And it's just so funny that we've talked about so many of these points we've talked about tonight. Because honestly, guys, before we do this podcast, me and Nando touch base on this a little bit briefly beforehand, right? Yes, but I do. don't necessarily, I don't necessarily message him like the whole week before and say, Oh, this is my in the den with the pop pop segment. So it was really funny that this was my segment tonight. So what makes a grail a grail? Now a grail typically is something that is hard to find and worth a lot of money or worth a lot of value. Um, and that you can't easily get your hands on. However, over the past few years, uh, the definition of a grail has kind of changed, right? It like, has. because, yeah, the, the values of things are not the same. And for me, like, when I talk about grails, I tend to talk more about personal grails now. Like, it's a personal grail for me to have, you know, let's say, you know, like, like I was saying before, Rex. Rex from Toy Story. Before I got him, he was a personal grail for me. So much so that he was so highly fake that I actually bought a fake at one point. Been there. Um, oh, worst feeling ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to kind of open up the floor, Nando, to like, for, for you, what makes a grail a grail for you? I am right in line with you with, um, you know, the idea of a personal grill. I mean, you know, we, you know, as collectors, we know those ones that stand out and we walk by and like, oh, my God, where the fuck did you get that? I've I've seen a true grill um, from Clockwork Orange. That is a one in 12 Funko. So I've got to see that side because we have one in Albuquerque and this guy like. You know, where this fucking thing is going right now, like, they're actually putting them up at auctions because the prices are getting outrageous on them. And they're selling in the upwards of six figures, which is fucking crazy for a Funko. But you know what I mean? That's that's what it is. So when I look at it in that aspect, yeah, that's a true, you know, that's an actual grail, you know. And for the ones that came from, like, the first line, 
that are extremely hard to get. Yeah, obviously, you know, we call those ones grails, but I actually changed up the changed up the verbiage on that just so that in my twisted collector mind, it would actually maybe make me feel happy about something. So, guys, there are some commons out there in the world that can actually be considered a grail. And yeah, I decided to call those Gromins. Gromins. I like that. Gromin is a grail common. <laughs> that is so cool. All right. So I love that because I totally understand that. There are definitely commons for me that are grails, right? That I have never been able to get. Gromins. Love that. Yes. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, you know, grails are something that when even somebody that's not a collector that just goes and looks at it and they're just like, holy shit, like, you know, I, I re you know, I remember that character or the other thing that I don't like to consider, you know, something becoming a grail is when someone passes away. I, I hate putting that label on it because I mean, you know, it, it was like, I mean, we don't wish death upon anybody, you know, but be, I, I just don't automatically like them to put the label on that saying like, oh, well, it's a grail now because they're gone. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's it, it's like. I don't know. It just it just rubs me the wrong way when something. Something that was out there that you could get for anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30 dollars, all of a sudden they're gone and now the prices are, you know, up to $250, $500. Yeah. You get some of those assholes that put a $750 label on them. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's a disgusting thing. And I, I just really, I don't consider those grails. The yeah. other ones that I think that, that are a grail is when they have an amazing story that comes along with them. Yes. Yeah. That's a grail for me. When somebody has an amazing story that comes along with a collectible of like the hunt that they've been on for it or, you know, what it means to somebody in their family or to them. Um, I think that's an unbelievable grill. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's all different types of grills, you know, like Nando was saying, there's the grill that comes to the story. There's a grill that comes with the value. Um, I actually obtained a grill of my own this week that not only due to value, but due to personal story, is an ultimate grail for me. And I cannot believe I'm even sitting here looking at it right now, Nando. So it is a hand by robots. Hello, Sydney.com exclusive. Um, so it is ghost face with, um, a bloody face and bloody knife and the box, the clear box screen has blood splatter all over it. Oh man. Oof. Okay, so there was, I want to say, only 780 of these made. And I think it was Handman by Robot's first limited exclusive. So I remember this being announced, and it was before I really started collecting horror. Um, and I was like, okay, this might be the, the one that gets me into horror, right? Like, right. I might just start here, and we'll go from there. And when it dropped, something happened. Like, I, I think my, like one of my kids was sick. 
So I had to pick them up from school early and I was just all thrown off that day and I couldn't get the, the drop, right? And I had never seen a handmade by robot sell out really fast. Well, this thing sold out in minutes, minutes. It was gone. And I was just heartbroken. I was like, oh. And every time I saw somebody with it afterwards, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't get this thing. I don't all like, like I have all the hand me by robots, right? Like I just love it so much. And I'm like, I can't believe I don't have this first limited drop. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Like I just felt like, you know, for so many reasons I had just missed out on this thing. It was a grail already to me for so many reasons. Oh yeah. And then at New York city comic con, they announced they were going to have a very limited amount for sale. Um, and I was not going, you had to be in person at the booth to get it. My friend was going and I was like, Hey, I'm going to Venmo you the money. Please, please go and get me this ghost face. I need it so bad. Blah, blah, blah. So she ended up reaching out to somebody that was a connect that I thought was a connect for me also. And I got so pissed because this person reached out to me and they're like, oh, so I heard you're looking for bloody ghost face. Knowing full well that this person was kind of a prick and probably not going to send him to me, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. There's just oh, yeah. people like that in the collecting world who'd like to hold this power over you. Like, hey, I have the power to get this for you, but I like to just play games and I'm going to tell you I'm going to send it to you, but I'm never really going to send it to you. What people get out of that, I don't fucking know except the power trip. But basically, that's what ended up happening. And I was so upset because I was willing to pay the money for him, right? Like, I was like, I just want to pay the money for him. You don't need to send them to me. I don't need anybody to send them to me. Let me pay you. Take my money. Yeah. I just want this fucking thing, right? Yeah. So that doesn't end up happening. That was a couple, like, obviously, that's when New York City Comic Con happened. And I was just like, wow, I'm so assed out on this figure. I'll never have it. A kind Samaritan <laughs> sent him to me this week. <laughs> And I, I can't tell you how happy I am. Like on a personal, just on a personal level, like I cried when I opened the box. Like I was like, oh my God, I have him. Like I could like sleep better at night having this figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, oh, and I'm just so thankful. And I mean, value wise, to value wise, it's great, but I never, I, it's not to sell. Like for me, he's not for sale. Um, and it looks so good. And I'm looking at it right now. And I'm just so thankful to have this personal grail of mine. So to, to, for me, that's a personal grail. Like when you've been hunting and hunting something and like, it just, for whatever reason you didn't get it or, you know, it just took a long time and then it finally did come to you, whatever. I, I don't know. But that is what had me come up with. Like, what is a grail to you this week? Because I was like, wow, I can't believe that I finally have this. That is really cool. I love that story. That is awesome. And I mean, you know, it, it, it took a while to get to you, um, but it made it, you know, and, and that's just, that's just, uh, that's just putting good out in the world. And, you know, like I said, there's really genuine people out there that will help you. And like, I mean, I know those things too. Like if there's something that I have, but I know it's not important to me, but it's important to someone else. I'm going to throw that goodness out there for me, you know, out there in the world. And that, and it makes that person happy because then yeah. I know that like, you know, if I send 
Right. Like if I said Marisol something, I'm going to be like, hey, Marisol, you're out in uh, Florida, right? Well, there's something going on over there that I need you to go stop by and, you know, hook a brother up because... You know, remember that one that I sent you? <laughs> right. You know right. I mean? Yeah, there's but that it's, too. Yeah. It's, it's us looking out for each other, you know, and that's really a beautiful thing. You know, we, we help each other out. And that's one of the things that's really great about the community. But like you said, you know, then there's, you know, the toxic ones, the assholes that want to hold that over your head. And I yeah. mean, to like me, I when I believe how this person held this over my head for no reason, you know, like I wasn't begging for it. Like they knew I really wanted it. And I had made mention of it several times, but I also wasn't like, Oh, what are you, what, what are you making a label? When are you sending it out? Yeah. You know, what the, you know I, I just trusted that if this person was my friend and were like really looking out for another collector, they would send it out. So I knew when it didn't go out like that week that they talked about it, I was like, never getting it. This yeah. person is just one of those assholes that feels big yeah. holding this over my head kind of thing, you know? Yep. I hated no, it. I totally hated hear it. you. And and unfortunately they're 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 always gonna be out there, but like I said, when I get to that point and I realize that, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking waste my time with you anymore. I'll trust me. Trust me, I have enough connections in the world where, you know, I'm going to find it. And yeah, and it, exactly. and, it, and it makes it that much sweeter, you know, when you when you know, when you yes. go through all that hard work and and, yes. and you actually acquire it. So, yeah. yeah, like I maybe had one girlfriend that I would talk to about the Grail. Like literally, it's it. One person I would talk to about the Grail. And she knew that I was so mad because this person did that to me. And I was like, listen. Um, and she felt bad because she was the person that I had, I had asked to just give the money to and get it for me. And she thought, you know, and she thought she, she thought she was doing me a favor, not realizing that I had spoken to the same person before, like, no, they're just going to send it to you. Right. And so no fault on her. Right. She didn't know this person's a dick. So yeah. And I messaged her right away. I was like, just so you know, the saga has been closed. I have received (laughs) This bloody ghost face. She was like, "Oh, I'm so fucking happy for you, man." Like she felt so bad. That is and, awesome. Like, yeah, like it really just like closed the gap. I was just like, "Oh, fucking yes!" Like I haven't even photographed the thing or anything. And I'm not gonna take him out of the box. It's so beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. But like, I just, uh, I like just me knowing I have this and that. Like, fuck that person. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. dying for that person to see this picture and be like, and I kept that. That was my point. I kept telling her like, wait until I fucking have it. Cause I don't care if it's five years from now, 10 years from now, like I'm going to have this figure and I'm going to post the shit out of it and be like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. I finally got this. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I know you tried to screw me on this, but I now have it. So fuck off. That is awesome. Yep. There you go. Nothing wrong with throwing a little dirt in their face. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're going to continue the fun and the happy stories because we're getting ready to go into Toy Rewind. Toy Rewind. I love (laughs) this one because we get to take a walk down memory lane. And today we are going into Sonic Wacky Packs. Wow. Yeah. Believe it or not, Sonic had a... 
a little fun when they were uh, they were actually having some collector toys back in the day. So, oh my gosh! On these ones, I sent a photo to you, Marisol, and we're talking about the brown bag juniors. Yes, these were really cool. They're, I mean, they're you know, it's vinyl plastic, guys, because that's what was made a lot in uh, in the eighties and nineties, and I believe these came out in nineteen eighty nine. So we're definitely going, uh, you know, back in the his a. <laughs> but um, there was uh, there was a couple of choices of these because Sonic was known for their brown bag deals. I think it was like you could get like two hamburgers, two fries, and a soda for five bucks in the brown bag. Um, so what they did was they they made a character or they came up with characters. For the wacky packs, and you know, you had one where he was spinning a basketball on his finger. You had another one. Um, looking at the photo, he's got glass. Oh, he's a nerd. He's got a book. Uh, there was another one. He's playing marbles, and he's got a big bag of marbles in his hand. And um, and then you got the you got the cool one with a little bit of hair, and you know, rocking the suit. So. These are these were really fun. I remember having these when I was a kid, and um, yeah, just you know, like I said, guys, just fun stuff from way back in the day. Something so simple, but yet so much fun, and uh, and and really really cool thing from your childhood. So that's all I got for you guys today it. on Toy Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is so cool. They they really are. They were fun. The the moment I, if I ever get to find them, like I'm going to buy one just so that I can put it up on my You know, it's funny. I've got like when you pass by Funko headquarters, you see like all these old vintage, you know, toys and stuff like that. Well, it's funny. I have a wall that's like included with Funko sodas and like vintage toys from when I was like, a, you know, when I was a kid and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like a wall of memories. I love that. I have a bookcase like that. That is awesome. You always got to have that. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a conversation starter too. It's uh, always someone when they walk by, they're like, "What's all this?" Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like all my like Huckleberry Hound stuff and like my cereal monsters and like anything nostalgic that's for me. Yeah. Um, I have an Apple case and it's like it's my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's always great having a piece of your memory, uh, a piece of your childhood. Well, guys, it is that time. We uh, we lose track of time when we talk about what we love. And this is the podcast that talks about what they love. I am your host, Nando T. I uh, hate to get short with you guys, but we got to check out because we are literally getting close to that two-hour mark. And me and my Ooh. soul are trying very hard for you guys to keep it under 90 minutes. <laughs> but uh, yes, we had I'm a lot sorry. to catch up on. So <laughs> kind of use this as a two-part episode, you know, since we didn't get to put one out there for you guys last week yeah like i promised um me and marisol are working on a lot of great things a lot more great things to come and you know uh just thanks for riding along with us and i hope you guys had a had a drink while yes, you're listening yes, yes oh can i add one thing that i meant to talk about during our handmade by robots conversation <laughs> is i finally have a code you guys so i finally have code pop fox uh, P-O-P-F-O-X-X. If you use it, when you place your handmade by 
robot robots order, excuse me, you can save five percent with code popbox. Hey, that is awesome. Very cool. That is exciting, Marisol. <laughs> I'm super pumped for you on that. Speaking of codes, <laughs> the Funkaholics have one too. And when you go to popple.co at checkout, just put in Funkaholics Pod and uh and get you that discount. Believe in your brand and uh and rep uh all those goodies that they have to offer. So guys, we will be back very soon with a bunch of great more episodes and we've got a lot of, uh, we got a lot of cool things coming guys. So just, uh, just sit back, relax, cheers and, uh, and ride along with the Funkaholics. We'll catch you back on the next one.